On today's Locked On Royals podcast, we're going to recap the weekend that was as the Kansas City Royals go on yet another long losing streak being swept by the New York Yankees at Coffin Stadium as they debut their new City Connect uniforms. How are we feeling after this slow start to the season and getting swept by the New York Yankees, plus how the Royals can turn their season around this week with the opponents ahead? All of that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. Email the show, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this year with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We're to discuss the Royals being swept by the New York Yankees to start the weekend. Uh, and then now, where they're at in May, as May rolls around on the calendar. But thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Royals baseball, free and available wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, you can make Lockdown Royals your first listen on YouTube or any other podcasting platforms that you use every single day, Monday through Friday. On the NFL side of things, we have Lockdown Chiefs, which wrapped up a very, very, very good draft uh, over the last weekend. So go here at Lockdown Chiefs has to say about their uh, draft haul. Plus, they made a trade on Monday, which was uh, very interesting, nonetheless, with the Houston Texans. Of course, we also have Locked On MLB nationally. And then you can also check out the Locked On, fill in the blank, your favorite team of any sport, college, NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL. Uh, But also, check out the Royals' opponents, Locked On Yankees, Locked On Cardinals, Locked On Orioles, Locked On everyone uh, who the Royals will be facing off with this week and this season. Uh, so a lot co- uh, covering a lot here on the Lockdown uh, Podcast Network, including prospects. Make sure you go check out Lockdown MLB Prospects because the Royals call up another one in MJ Melendez due to the injury of Cam Gallagher over the weekend. Uh, but let's talk about the weekend as a whole. Friday, you're on Apple TV Plus in front of a national audience, right? I mean, it's it's not a local broadcast. It's an exclusively Apple TV Plus broadcast, but of course there are hurdles to jump through uh, to get onto that platform. Uh, for most people, especially people who aren't based in the Apple ecosystem, I mean, for me personally, uh, I'm Apple out, Apple Watch, Apple Phone, MacBook Pro, M1 chip, Apple TVs galore. I have like five of them uh, around my house. Uh, I'm, I'm Apple to the core, iPad, everything else, iPhone. Um, so it wasn't difficult for me, but I do understand uh, people, you know, like my dad, I mean, total Apple, a total Android user over there at my dad's house, and he had no idea how to watch the Royals on Friday which is very tough, uh, but the Yankees went on Friday 12 to two. Uh, I like the Apple TV plus broadcast itself. Um, I think it gives different camera angles that we're, than we're used to in a traditional baseball broadcast. I don't think that that's bad. I just think it's different. I, I don't think that it's a bad, it's a bad broadcast in terms of like the weird angles they use. I just think it's going to take time to get used to seeing baseball in a different format than, than what we're used to in terms of 
Apple TV, like when they choose to cut certain angles of the game. I think that their graphics and scoreboard package is pretty clean. Uh, and uh, the booth is the booth. I think it's, I think it's a really good combination that as the season progresses, we'll get better an Apple TV booth for sure. So all in all Friday, I like the Apple TV um, look of it. And then they debuted the city connect uniforms, which uh, you know, I don't absolutely love them. I don't absolutely hate them. I just think that they're nice uniforms. Uh, I, I tell you this, I love the hat a lot more than I love anything else. I absolutely love the hat that the Royals have for their city connect uniforms. Uh, if you didn't see them, they're like this Navy base with baby blue accents and it, and it goes with a fountain theme in the KC, you know, with the fountain uh, representing, of course, the city of fountains, uh, Kansas city, things like that. Um, I like them. I, I like them and, and they're not going to overdo it. I know they've been wearing them a lot recently. They're going to wear them again, Tuesday and Wednesday against the Cardinals. But then after that, after this kind of initial wave of uh, city connect pageantry, the way that they're going to wear them every other Friday, you know, every Friday home game uh, that they have. So uh, it kind of takes the place of those jerseys that had the gold for the world series run in 2015. Uh, they wear them every Friday home game the rest of the season uh, after this wave of Tuesday and Wednesday against the Cardinals at home. So they debuted them against the Yankees, wore them uh, the entire weekend. Uh, Friday, not a great start. <laughs> they lost 12 to two Friday. were out hit 11 to eight and the Royals made one error. On the pitching side of things, Chris Bubich continued to be very bad. Uh, five innings, four hits given up, three runs given up, three strikeouts, two home runs. Uh, he has a 10.50 ERA, not great. Uh, Snyder was good again out of the bullpen. That's something. I mean, one inning uh, of clean work besides uh, one walk, got two strikeouts in general. Uh, Coleman, terrible out of the bullpen. Something about Coleman's and the Royals do not mix, even though they continue to draft Coleman's. Uh, not great. Uh, Amir Garrett cleaned up uh, his one inning, uh, his one inning his one out in the, uh, on Friday. I like what we've seen from Amir Garrett so far this year. He's yet to give up a run this season. And then Jake Brintz continues to be awful. 23 ERA, and after this, he landed on the IL. Look, I know it is the trendy thing right now to bag on Jake Brintz and want Jake Brintz DFA'd and not like Jake Brintz. And I know he didn't record an out and give up five runs on uh, on Friday but I truly believe that the injury has more to do with that than talent. I think he does have talent on this roster. And I think he does have, I I think he does have talent, you know, as a baseball player, I am interested to see what it looks like after the injury, you know, after he rehabs the injury, whatever's wrong with him on the IL stint, when he comes back, I'm interested to see what he he has to offer because I do think he's a talented left-handed left-handed out of the bullpen. I really do. So we'll see if that comes to fruition or not but I would not suggest giving up on Jake Brintz just yet. Uh, and then for the lineup set of things, I mean, Witt had one hit, but he's still been terrible. Uh, Nicky Lopez goes over four, but attendee goes one for three, you know, good start to the year for him, betting three ninety one. That's great. Um, Salvador Perez, two hits. So he's kind of the guy that you can rely on in general, despite hitting two seventeen right now on the year. Uh, and past that, there wasn't really anything. Whitmerfield, Merrifield, I mean, Whit Merrifield, Bobby Witt Jr., how many times am I going to do that this year? Right, confused with Maryville and Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr. is on a hit streak. Uh, he was scratched on Sunday, but back in the lap on Monday because uh, he got hit in the hand on Saturday. But Bobby Witt Jr. is on a hitting streak. That's awesome. <laughs> and Olivieris, I think 200 right now in his spot duty. And then Michael A. Taylor starting to come around, had a base hit in this game as well. So that's kind of where you're at on Friday. Kind of a, a game that you can't take much away from it. You just can't like, there's just not much to say about a game in which you get blown out and just thoroughly dominated. Like you don't want to overreact to it. You don't want to, 
make too much of it. It is what it is. They got blown out in an embarrassing fashion on Friday, and it was just non-competitive. And the frustrating part about that is that you would you would think or hope that you were past that non-competitive point in this rebuild by now. And the bottom line is due to you know, due to the lack of starting pitching, due to the lack of your development of your starters that you've grown and worked so hard with, you know, I understand the the kind of understand the hesitance to buy in or the frustration, right? Because let's face it, if these pitchers do not pan out, which it doesn't seem like they're going to folks, like let's just be honest. It doesn't seem like we were just going to pan out. It doesn't seem like singer's going to pan out. It doesn't seem like any of these guys are going to pan out. If none of them pan out, then this rebuild is five years in the past. Like, like it's, it's set back five years and you're restarting from, from scratch because this was the baseline of this rebuild. You have Bobby Wade Jr. And that's it. That's it. So I understand the frustration and it is frustrating. And, and this is the year to declare yourself, as I've been saying this entire season. Um, and so far they've declared themselves as really, it's a really bad baseball team, like a really, really bad baseball team. Uh, but there's still time and we'll talk about the rest of the weekend coming up. But first I want to tell you right now, we're good friends over at bet online folks, but online, .net is your number one source for all betting stats and sports info. Find the latest sports developments, league news, reviews, uh, and this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the MLB season. But online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. Go to the website today, use your mobile device, and sign up today for the free trends in action. But online is where the game starts. And folks, it's so easy to use Bet Online. You can just go up here to the URL, type in betonline.net, go to sports, and go to baseball. And let's just see here what the Royals line is for tomorrow against the Cardinals. Uh, over under seven and a half runs scored. That's Brad Keller's on the mound. Let's take the under on seven and a half runs scored tomorrow at Kauffman Stadium. Uh, that's my bet. What is yours? Uh, and let me know on Twitter or in the comment section down below on YouTube. Uh, and go over to Bet Online right now and check them out. We are back on the Lockdown Rose Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. And thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day, Monday through Friday. We're here for you. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe for free across all platforms. For your second listen, go check out the Lockdown Now podcast. It's a nightly recap show recapping every MLB game from the night before with breakdowns from our local experts. It talks fans of the season like no other network can. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast from every single morning, folks. And look, it's impossible, folks. It is impossible to watch every single baseball game from the night before. You can look at box scores. You can watch highlights, but you can't watch them all. What Locked On Now does, it allows those of us who are watching the games for our respective teams to break them down for those of you who have you know, not have the time to, from a local expert perspective, you get it all at Locked On Now. So go check out the Locked On Now podcast to recap every single game from the night before for your morning coffee. Uh, you can see how baseball shook out that night before. So check out today, Locked On Now. Also, of course, check out the Locked On Chiefs podcast, uh, Locked On Mizzou as well. Uh, and we can just continue on to roll. Not being biased toward uh, Locked On Mizzou, by the way, if you're a K-State fan or a KU fan. Locked On Mizzou is a great show. Uh, still trying to fill Locked On Jayhawks and Locked On uh, Wildcats. Uh, if, you, if you're interested, I guess email uh, Ross Jackson. Uh, 
let's continue talking about the weekend. So the Royals get blown out Friday. And while it's frustrating, while it is ridiculous, while, you know, Dayton Moore and he's told everyone who will listen that this team is going to start competing in 2021, didn't happen. And start competing in 2022, hasn't happened. Uh, the bottom line is this rebuild is going to be a failure. Like, it just is. Like, there's no other way around it. It's not being negative. You have to come to grips with they need to be better and they need to develop pitching better and they do not have the infrastructure right now to develop pitching because you've invested your entire five-year, six-year rebuild right now into first-round pitchers, college pitchers, and getting the currency of baseball, which is pitching, and they all suck. You go to Saturday, and you lose 3 nothing, and the Yankees out-hit you by one hit, but somehow have three more runs than you because your offense is not a timely-hitting bunch, and they all suck as well. There's not many bright spots on this team. Carlos Hernandez goes out there, four runnings of four-hit baseball, Three runs given up, two earned, five strikeouts. I should say five walks, three strikeouts, uh, six ERA for your fifth starter. In this day and age, it's not terrible for for a fifth starter, uh, but your bullpen uh, goes out there, and they are able to limit the damage to just three runs given up because your defense makes an error. So we've gotten here so far this year. The defense has regressed outside of Michael A. Taylor and Nicky Lopez. Montesi is hurt again, this time towards ACL. Nobody can hit. Well, Mirafield's regressed to an unrecognizable degree. They've regressed defensively. They have a bad starting rotation. They have a bad bullpen save for Josh Barlow or Scott Barlow, whatever, Josh Stalmont and Scott Barlow. Not the most encouraging thing so far. Now, there's still time to turn it around, but it's losing games 3 to nothing to the Yankees on Saturday after you got blown out on Friday that just show you this team is a non-competitive bunch. They don't have competitors on this team. Nobody cares. They're just out there rolling the ball out and seeing what happens. You don't take competitive at-bats. You don't play with an edge. You don't play with a swagger. None of these guys care. It's as if they're kind of resigned to being second fiddle to the Chiefs as players, right? Like, they're just like, oh, we're just here. We're just chilling. I mean, you can't possibly have competitive fire about you and play as bad as these guys play and as lackadaisical as these guys play. They're not even pressing to get better. They're just up there, like, resigned to the fact that they suck. And that's probably the most frustrating part. Like, if they, if they were playing bad because they were putting so much pressure on themselves to play better, that'd be one thing. But nobody tries on this team besides Bobby Witt Jr. Nobody else tries. Nobody else cares. Nobody else shows any sort of pride. Salvi's great. Benatendi's red hot. And I love Benatendi. But outside of those three... Brad Keller's been good. He has, he's had one bad start. Brad, Keller, Brad Keller's been good. Zach Grinke's old and has been what we thought Zach Grinke would be. What are you up to now? Four or five players who you can give a pass to? Outside of them, they all suck. Nicky Lopez has been gold glove caliber still and has been hitting what you would expect Nicky Lopez to be hitting. Michael A. Taylor has still been great defensively. So now we're up to like seven players you can give a pass to out of 28. Not a great ratio. Not a great ratio. And then Sunday comes around. You're trying to stave off a sweep. You're trying to take on the Yankees who are rolling out a lineup that has not a ton of you know, juice to it in the sense of they're putting Miguel Andahar in left field. 
they're benching Anthony Rizzo for this game. Give him, give him the day off. He's one of the hottest hitters in baseball. Give him the day off in this game because they've won the series and they're going to dominate you in, in either way. You get to Luis Severino, who gives up seven hits and four runs, three of them earned, and four strikeouts and give up a home run. But then it's Clark Schmidt, Lecky, Michael King has been awesome, and Chapman to just absolutely dominate you. The Yankee bullpen has been top tier. You cannot debate that. But again, it goes back to this team's not clicking together because when your offense produces even a little bit, you know, four runs in the modern era is not incredible, like jaw-dropping, but it is producing, then your pitching staff blows it, right? You have Daniel Lynch out there who goes for five innings of three-run baseball on that three-run jack and gave up one walk and four strikeouts and four hits. Then you have Coleman, who sucks, and gives up two hits. Uh, I should say, gives up two runs without recording an out and two walks. And then you have Scott Barlow. Blown, uh, you know, blown save opportunity for Scott Barlow, first of the year, two innings, one hit, uh, one walk, one strikeout. Gave up those runs uh, of you know, charge to Coleman. And Josh Delmont comes in there. One hit, one home run. Got the two strikeouts, had the walk batter. Not great. Just not great. And you look up and down the box score. And we'll talk about this coming up, but just doesn't feel very competitive right now. And I don't know what has to happen to wake them up. I don't know if it's a managerial thing. I, you know, the pitching coach should be fired, obviously. I mean, that's to say that is to say the sky is blue. Uh, but I don't know what has to happen for this team to wake up and actually try because on paper, as we said before the year, they should have been good. They should have been competitive, and they're just not. They do not have the caliber of guys that you want. They do not have the caliber of competitors that you want. At least they haven't shown it yet. But what you do want is Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to purple.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off of your next order. Make sure you go check them out today. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. Folks, they have amazing flavors. They have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which is usually around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen net carbs. You make the right choice with Built Bar. My favorite part about Built Bar is that they have so many amazing flavors. Because of those amazing flavors, it makes making the right choice easier because oftentimes you're making a healthier option. You're sacrificing variety. Not the case with Built Bar. Go check them out today, built.com, promo code lock 15 built.com, promo code lock 15 15% off of your next order. What to say right now, but our good friends over at Locked On MLB, a national perspective on Major League Baseball, giving you all you need to know about the current state of the game. Go check them out today. Locked On MLB, of course, Locked On Chiefs as well. Uh, you, you, you see Sunday, Nicky Lopez is, is a two-hit game. Mayfield goes two for four. An attendee, one for four with a run scored. Salvador Perez was over four and had to sacrifice the DH to go back to catcher on the Gallagher injury. Carlos Santana gets a base knock to bring his average up to a whopping 136. Uh, Kyle Isbell gets to play, and he's batting 231 so far in his short time, but goes one for four with a run scored and one strikeout. But you had Mike Lee Taylor. He's batting 208 and playing elite defense, uh, going two for four with a run scored. That's great. And then Edward Levier in a pinch hit roll, uh, went ahead and got a base hit, one for one. Uh, pinch hitting, of course, for the pitchers um, because you sacrifice the DH by having to 
to replace Cam Gallagher, who's now in the IL and has, you know, been placed in the IL and you've called up MJ Melendez and uh, there's excitement around MJ Melendez coming up. And there was also some wet blankets out there. Like, well, he's only hitting whatever he's hitting in minor league baseball. It's, which is not a good number. Look, the whole team sucks folks. What, what do you want? I mean, at least this is a new young guy that sucks. Like if, if MJ Melendez comes up here and sucks and has a terrible average, like he has in, in minor league baseball, who cares? Like he's supposed to be one of the best young players you have. He's your second best prospect in your farm system. Call him up for this injury stint. See if he can stick because uh, folks, I got a newsflash for you. Cam Gallagher is not the future. Uh, none of these guys are the future. Mondesi sucks. He's on the IL. Hunter Dozier sucks. Michael Taylor sucks you know, in terms of a long-term option. Carlos Santana sucks. The only people in this roster you want to keep around are Ben Attendee, Salvador Perez, who's getting up there in age, and Bobby Witt Jr. I mean, that's the only people you want to keep around. Sure, throw in Nicky Lopez if you want to, but he's betting 234 with a nice glove. So I don't really care They sucks in minor league baseball. Be excited about a new guy coming up here to suck. Because maybe, even if he sucks, he'll play with an edge. Maybe, even if he has, you know, bad stats, he'll play hard, compete, and not give away at bats, and not just mope around. Maybe he'll want to play professional baseball. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? I mean, wouldn't it? I think so. Find out how they did tomorrow on the Lockdown Rose podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Until then, be good and be good to one another.